Hello, and welcome back to me, to my own podcast, Sessions with Sid. It's been a hot minute since I've recorded any episodes, but I've been inspired lately and receiving messages from different people that it's really important for me to use my voice and... I've held this story that nobody really listens to my podcast and nobody cares what I have to say. So what's the point? Because no one's probably listening. And I realized that this is a story. These are stories that I hold and that I can't let stories hold me back from doing something that is important to me regardless of if anyone else is listening so I'm here and if you're listening thank you I appreciate you I'm here and back because I'm ready to shed the stories that Nobody cares what I have to say because I know that isn't true. And I wanted to elaborate on this topic of the stories that we hold and the limiting beliefs that we hold about ourselves and how they can stop us from being our true selves, from doing what brings us joy, from so many things. And... I talk to clients about this a lot as well as realize my own stories that come up and how important it is to challenge those. And I'm almost getting emotional talking about it because allowing what I think people think or judgments, when I think of those getting in the way of doing something that is really meaningful to me, it makes me really sad that I allowed that. So what stories and limiting beliefs are you holding about yourself that's holding you back? And how can you rephrase those in a way that is realistic and also true. So, for example, if I take my own story of nobody cares what I have to say, well, I could easily challenge that because I know for a fact that there are people who care about what I have to say and actually really value what I have to say because they tell me or I receive some kind of feedback that that is the case. So an exercise that I've had clients do is to make two columns on the left side is stories and limiting beliefs that I have about myself. And on the right side are the counter arguments to that.
and I encourage everybody to do this. I have done this before, and I continue to do it because it's a practice because we're never going to be perfect about it. I think it's a matter of when situations come up, in the moment, catching yourself in a story. Okay, what am I telling myself that isn't really true or that I don't have evidence for? And then being able to say, okay, how can I change this so that it's more realistic? And actually true. If you do this, I would love to hear about it. You can tag me on Instagram at soulflow, F-L-O, with Sid, S-Y-D. And yeah, I would love to hear about the stories that you're changing about yourself because this has really been something that's come up for me lately. Another thing I wanted to address is COVID-19 and the anxiety that it's bringing up for a lot of people. And I know that it's a really uncertain time right now and it's really hard to socially distance from people that we love and not be in our usual environments and that's really uprooting and unsettling and I want to say don't feed the fear definitely feel your feelings they're all valid but also be mindful of if other people's energy and fear is bleeding onto you and if you're picking up on that because that can be really unhealthy. So having boundaries, you know, if someone is getting really panicky to check in with yourself and make sure that you're not picking up their anxiety and then feeling anxious for the rest of the day, for example. Definitely feel your feelings, please. It's so important. Dance. Do something creative. Talk to a therapist. Write. Use your voice. Do whatever makes you feel okay even if it's just for a moment and hang on to your anchors so those friends that you get to do zoom calls with and yoga classes and dance and really hold on to those anchors and just feel 
the gratitude for those because those will keep you grounded in this time that is just kind of crazy that you know this virus has really taken over the world but a way that I see it and that I know a lot of other people in the spiritual space and I want to caveat this with this is not religious this is spiritual that this virus is a giant collective awakening of sorts it's waking us up to the ways that we've been living and the ways that we've been treating the planet and our environments and it's teaching us that the ways that we've been doing these things and living isn't working anymore and it's really shaken us all up and even though this is a really tragic thing that people are dying from this There's also a lot of lessons in this, and I really encourage you to use this time and space to really reflect on how you're living or how you've been living your life, where you are in your life, and how you want to be different and how you really want to be living. And how you want to be better. I'm going to close with that for now. I thank you for listening and I plan to keep recording. So please keep following along. I appreciate whoever is listening. I will catch you next time.